Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Leek. I have a special guest today from Bad Boys Club Season 7, Calvin. How are you doing, my friend? How are you? What's going on, man? I'm great today. I'm good. I got my little breakfast going on. I got my good vibe. I saged today and I took a shower, so I'm blessed, not stressed. I know that's right. Bless not track. That's right. Put that on the t-shirt, y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> my first question for you today, I want to ask you, how's your mental health? Honestly, my mental health is not at a hundred percent. But I'll say it's at a good 70%. If I could um read it. That's a good answer, man. Um, I, I like to ask that question to all my guests that come on um, because I feel like um, that question needs to be asked more often. You know, you know, you could say, hey, Calvin, how you doing? You could be saying, I'm okay, but you could be struggling mentally until that person asks, hey, how's your mental health? You know, what's going on in your life? You know, I feel like that question right. should be asked more. So thank you for answering that. Of course. Okay. How's your mental health? Oh, ooh, uh, my mental health is better. Um, yeah, it's better than it was last week. I was feeling a little triggered last week, guys. You know, it's been three years since my mom gone. She passed away from liver cancer. So I was just seeing people, you know, Labor Day, you know, chill day moms. And, you know, my sister not here either, just sister. And I just was feeling triggered. But I am better, you know, back in therapy, getting my, you know, shit together. You know, I'm a sexual abuse survivor so you know i'm trying to deal with like past stuff you know stuff that happened in the past and you know try to heal myself you know so my mental health is better than last week i can say that i'm gonna name it better than last week so i'm putting it at 80 percent 80 percent yeah thank you for asking it always shocks me when people ask me (laughs) but um (laughs) uh, my next question for you growing up was it okay not to be okay for you um, well, I guess I didn't really like reflect on it when I was younger and stuff. I would spend most of my time alone. Um, you know, if I was going through stuff, I wouldn't really like vent to my family or I really didn't have that many friends to talk to. So my, um, comfort zone was being by myself, um, learning how to like do stuff as far as like stop motion animation drawing um i used to love playing with like wrestler action figures and stuff so like making little shows and stuff that will always make me comfortable like i will always be comfortable by myself not really with anybody else so i guess crying at night and stuff kind of helped because i would write it out in a journal and i still like write out my feelings and stuff in a journal i just feel like I like venting to myself more so than talking to other people. That's good. That's good. Um, 
I know in a black household, sometimes it's different for everybody. You know, growing up, if you, you know, it's okay not to be okay. It's just different for everybody. But um, thank you for your honest answer. Um, let's go next into, you know, what was your coming out story? Like, okay, I'm going to tell you, like, mine's was bad. Mine's was so bad. You know, I want people that are listening that's in the LGBTQ+. Not everybody come out story is good. I see these good come out stories. Not mine's was bad. I told my sister. She met my ex-boyfriend at the time. Um, and she was like, you want to tell mommy? I said, I don't care, but I did care. And it spread like wildfire. My coming out story was bad. So, so let's talk about your coming out story. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm fucking this fool up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so I actually have two coming out stories. So one, it wasn't actually, dang, I have three. <laughs> So the first one was in 2013 and I was dating this boy that I went to church with. Um, I guess he was like my real first boyfriend, even though I was like kind of still experimenting and stuff because I was I was scared to like express that side of me. But I was yeah. like the the DL still kind of straight boy because yeah. I was dating a white girl at the same time, too. <laughs> um me and this boy was like flirting on Twitter a little bit, but I try not to do it too much because I knew my sister followed me on Twitter. So she saw the boy sending me hearts and then she saw me like replying back. And she came to me and she was like, well, who's this boy and what's going on? Like, why are you sending him hearts? And I closed the door and I locked it and I told her, I was like, I think I'm gay. And she was like, no, you're not. You can't be. You like girls all your life. You can't be. And then I was like, I'm not lying to you. I really think I am. And then she like stormed out the room and ran. I knew she went to go tell my mom. So when my mom told me to come here, I was just like pacing back and forth like, oh my gosh, like what's going to go down? And then my mom was just like, so what's going on da, 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 da. and I just broke down crying yeah. so I don't know like I just don't want y'all to like hate me or like throw me away or nothing like that like yeah. I just it's just what I like yeah so fast forward um they wanted me to break up with the boy and that whole like era of my life was pretty much terrible I had to stay closeted that's a word yeah. right <laughs> I had to stay in the closet for years and I I went back and I lied to my mom and I was just like you know I'm I think that was the phase you're right I'm straight yeah. and like she was just shouting to God because I grew up in a church and yeah. I, I've always been a church boy my whole life but she was just like crying and shouting to God it was like a private moment me and her had in the car and I was just looking at her like damn like you over here worshiping and stuff and I'm lying to you like this it broke my heart but I couldn't cry because then I would be giving myself away yeah so fast forward to the second time um I was a freshman in college and I joined this modeling team it was new for me to like do modeling but, yeah. because I always loved America's Next Time Model <laughs> yes but, um it was like all gay boys minus one boy that was straight on the new line. 
And we were all like, it was very mix, mixy and messy. That's why I don't like being around a lot of gay boys. I really don't. It's always bad boys club for me. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the boys I was cool with, like, um, we would hang out from time to time. He would come to my dorm room. I would come to his. Um, he ended up cleaning throw up off of me one time. I got blacked out drunk and he took care of me. So I appreciated that. But yeah. he thought I was trying to go after his crush, which his crush was actually going after me. Yeah. And yeah, we messed around a couple of times, but that was me trying to get revenge. I was, yeah, I was being bad at that time. But I wasn't out to my school or my peers or even to my family at that time. So yeah. this boy, he was with me and another boy that I was talking to at the moment. And he like recorded a video of all three of us and me and the other boy had like kissed in the video. So he took a screenshot of the kiss and sent it to the head of the modeling team, like the people in charge. Yeah. And I feel like they knew a little bit, but they couldn't really tell if I was completely gay or not. Yeah. So we had a rule like no fraternization on a team. And it was already a rumor going around that the year before I had got a hotel with one of the members and we had like did it in the hotel. Yeah. So I was already, I already had one strike, which was a lie. Somebody made yeah. up a rumor about me. So this boy doing this for like revenge and stuff, people started asking questions and it just made me uncomfortable because I'm like, well, you just put this out there, out in me. Why, why would you do that? Like, I, I'm supposed to do this on my own time and you just yeah. put that out there. Like now I want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> so every chance I got to fight him, the bitch always just ran away like he was such yes. a coward okay so the last time i finally came out on my own and it was great it yeah. was when i turned 21 but it was like a couple of months after i just publicly came out on instagram i was just like you know it is what it is i i like girls and i like guys so i don't yeah. want to put a label on it because i don't know who i'm possibly going to end up with Whatever God has in my life path, I'm fine with that because I know they'll love me and I'll love them. So it is what it is. And that's me. That's a good story. You know, you three times. That's so good. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. I don't know anybody else with three coming out stories. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, my next question for you is a stigma, right? Surrounding mental mm -hmm. health. Right, but is it also a stigma surrounding men in mental health? You know, what do you say to the stigma surrounding men's mental health, saying that we can't be weak, we can't cry, we can't be depressed? You know, that we gotta hide our feelings and keep it in. Like, what do you say about that stigma that's out there? And that's funny because I actually like saw a post about that yesterday too. I think it's a whole bunch of BS. Like. Everybody is so judgmental in the world, especially yeah. nowadays and stuff. Like back then, um, men were made as like the strong people. They can't really show emotions. They can't really like show womanly emotions because then people will be like, oh, you're fruity, you're a punk, you're gay. They'll put them in that category all because they wanna be emotional. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, 
from what I've learned from the Bible, we're all made from sand and a part of God. So, so at the end of the day, we're all human. We all can express our emotions the way we want to. I feel like humanity and society now and days are pretty much dumb. Like that's why I don't like humans because we're always just put inside a box. Like why, why are people trying to trap other people? And especially like men, like if y'all, if these straight men out here is still feeling that way and still looking up, like acting like they can't express themselves because they'll, they're afraid that society is going to put them in a box, then that's some BS. Like you, you know, you're your own person, you know, you make your own money, you live on your yeah. own. Nobody can't tell you nothing but your mama and your dad. And even then it's a certain age that you grow out of that. So be your own person. I just don't like when society does this and it's going to keep going on forever and ever because it's affecting the newer generation that's coming up. Yeah. So I don't like it. I feel like everybody should express themselves. Nothing should be like towards one gender. Yeah. Thank you for, you know, answering it. Um, my next question for you, um, before we get to the next question, guys, I just want to know if there's anybody out there that's struggling with any thoughts of suicide or if you know anybody that's talking about it or if you're struggling yourself, there is a suicide prevention lifeline number. The number is 988. If you're struggling and know somebody that's struggling, please dial that suicide prevention number is 988. And my question for you, and I'm going to give you my answer before you answer your, the question, but have you ever dealt with thoughts of suicide or if you didn't, have you known anybody? Um, before you answer, I have dealt with it. Um, you know, being a um, childhood sexual abuse survivor, like I deal with it a lot, you know, it just messes up your confidence and stuff like that, you know, especially being messed up by two family members, you know, like two male family members that you supposedly trusted. And, you know, I also lost friends to suicide, you know, um, three years ago, my friend Dante um, died by suicide. I'm going to try to say the correct term, guys, is die by suicide. Um, he died by suicide. And recently I lost a friend. Um, he died by suicide. And, you know, I'm a suicide attempt survivor. It's been times where I wanted to try to it just didn't connect or whatever. But, um, yeah, so have you ever dealt with it or know anybody to have? First of all, my condolences to you overall, because it seems like you just, you've been through a lot and you're a strong king. So kudos to you and my heart goes out to you and your friend. Um, I've thought about it a couple of times, but I never wanted to like go along with it because it's something that's been powerful within me. And I know I have a greater purpose to fulfill. Like, I'm I'm put here to teach other people a lesson. Yes. And you know, that's why I'm gonna continue to fight throughout all the negative um criticism and all like the demonic tactics that comes my way. Now, as far as like other people, um, it has been people close to me that has tried to do that. Yeah. Um I don't really want to like reveal too too much yeah. because that's that's that person's like business. And um one of my friends, he had a family member who actually committed suicide too. So, you know, it's 
it's like rough. It was rough to like hear about that because I know him and I know his relationship with that close family member. So I actually need to check on him and ask how he's doing and how his mom is doing about that too because I think it came about like two years yeah. of the anniversary. And then one time I was in college about to go to my new modeling team practice and this girl I was friends with, she had just like got into it with her girlfriend and she tried to commit suicide in front of our face. Oh, wow. Like it, it scared me so much yeah. and ooh, dang, <laughs> it scared me so much. I'm kind of getting choked up because I'm like thinking about it, yeah. but it scared me so much because I never had anybody like try to do that in my face. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not you got it's me okay. crying, man. <laughs> but yeah, she tried to take some pills and I was just like so emotional. I just start breaking down crying and her face and stuff. Yeah. But it just like hurt me to see her that broken. Like, why would you resort to that moment? Yeah. Yeah, and guys, make sure you are checking up on people. Um, suicide is not the answer, but, you know, people out here struggling in silence, you know. Make sure you t check on people. You know, if you don't, nobody check on you, make sure you check in with people. Like, hey, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling it, you know. Um, this lady, Becca, I'm cool, but she always says it's better to have a mad friend than a dead friend. And I, you know, truly believe You know, my friend says you use that against me, too. So, you know, just make sure you guys are checking in, you know. Um, I want to talk, I, I always talk about suicide and I love talking about it because they don't talk about it enough. You know, it's also suicide in the, you know, LGBT community, you know, being pushed out their house and stuff like that. You know, I know a lot of friends in that community that have um, died by it. And, you know, guys, make sure, like I said, if you know anybody struggling, anybody struggling, you know, there are resources out there, you know, um, NAMI is a mental health resource. Um, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline 988, guys. If you know somebody struggling, please reach out. You know, no matter how mad they get, how angry they're going to get with you, reach out. Like, please reach out. So, my next question for you. Um, yeah, we're gonna that get, was a we're lot. Gonna get, we're going to get something. We're going to get off of this. So, Calvin, you signed up for Bad Boys Club, Season 7. Mentally... On a scale of one to ten, how bad was that <laughs> after the fact? <laughs> um, well, actually, I didn't really sign up. I kind of just blew out. Okay. <laughs> okay, but, okay. Yeah. Um. It was. It wasn't that bad. Like, I know I said living in the house was terrible and stuff, but yeah. when I actually like have time. <laughs> um to reflect on it i had some great moments i feel like yeah. just the on camera moments with the other boys was bad for me but yeah. overall the good outweighed the bad because like off camera me case and justin we would go there a day early before filming yeah and we had a blast oh, a blast like man i love those moments off camera yeah but like while doing that show, it was bothering me 
I felt yeah. like I had to come out of my element a whole lot. Um, and I had to, you know, just like battle. I felt like I was just battling negative energy yeah. constantly. Like it was all, if it wasn't case at first, then it just always turned to me. Yeah. And I understand my mouth. People can't really handle the truth like that. So the truth can the truth can get you caught up, yeah. whether it's good or bad. Yeah. And I just feel like those people, they just couldn't handle the truth. So, you know, um, mentally I wasn't all the way there, but I wasn't yeah. gonna let anybody make me feel defeated at the end exactly. of the day. Like even right now, you know, I'm <laughs> I don't know if you know the news and stuff, but I'm not really on good terms with the producers or um, the yeah. other boys. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, but um, overall, I feel good after doing it. I feel like um, I helped a lot of people in the way. I'm still getting messages to this day of people yeah. like watching the show late and saying, oh, I love you. Like, you just stood up for yourself. Like, yeah. good job. And like I want to do this so bad. Can you give me some some advice to this? Or yeah. hey, Calvin, you're such a nice, bold, beautiful person. Like I love you. Like people saying they love me and they don't even know me for real. So <laughs> it feels it feels good and mentally I feel great after doing it. Even though while I was doing it, it wasn't all that. Yeah, that's why I wonder. Um, like guys, um, yeah, he's from you know, man. Boys Club season seven. I want him on there because, like, um, I like that. You know, you know, he stood up for himself. You know, he didn't care. You know, he was gonna say what he got to say. That mouth is shady, but I love it. You know, um, I want him on here because I'm just like, he has to have a story. He got to have a story of stuff that he's been through. And um, I was a fan, you know, of you know, <laughs> on the show, and I seen all in the comments. We're actually watching it again yesterday. Like, you know, different episodes that you was in. And I saw the comments, nothing but T, Calvin, 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 Calvin. Yes. Calvin. Yeah, and I'm just like, this Gosh. is like dope and stuff like that. You're aspiring somebody, even though they, people may look at that show as bad, but you're aspiring somebody out there that's struggling with something that's scared to stand up for themselves when, you know, they see you. And my next question I want to get into, this is the only thing I ask about the show mm -hmm. on this, because we're trying to keep a mental health, but I got to ask this question. How did you feel when you had to experience colorism? And I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that. I was mad as hell. <laughs> Mentally, I was just like, hold the hell on. Like, and it seemed like nobody really said nothing, you know? You know, not, yeah. not your friends, but like more so that other person friend. They should have checked that, you know, because it's enough, it's too much colorism in the world. You are a beautiful black man, you know, and I just don't understand like what was the point of you know some of the stuff that was said um well <laughs> actually um watching that back and stuff i've dealt with a whole lot of colorism in my life like as a child elementary school was terrible for me i got called nothing but all chocolate stuff and black this black that still to this day like people are still talking about my skin color but i feel like i've built up enough armor to not let that get to me. So yeah. watching it back, it still didn't get to me. And I'm glad that, you know, the public seen it and they spoke up about it and they saw how it was like terrible. That's why that bitch is canceled, aha. Uh -huh. But me personally, I built up so much armor yeah. 
um, to the point where I don't let anybody's words affect me. I've been called almost every name in the book. And if you're a, if you're in the LGBTQ community, if you're a black man, and if you have bigger goals and aspirations and a bigger purpose out there in life, you won't even let the littlest thing affect you. So it's like, I'm pretty much unbothered to anybody's BS. Yeah. Um, but watching him like say that and listening to that back, he only just made himself look stupid because yeah. you was trying to come on to me, even though if you don't want to admit it, that's fine. Okay, well, we know that y'all liars because it all came out and the truth came out that I was telling the truth the whole season. But I feel like he wanted a piece of me and he couldn't get a piece. So he, and he couldn't really read me either. So the next thing that you can do is talk about my skin color, yes. which is hidden below the belt. Like I could have talked about his skin color too. Or I could have talked about his home life, which we, it was more words that was exchanged after that yeah. whole, after me and Steven fought the second time, it was like some brutal words exchanged. <laughs> which was cut out. Um, but I didn't let that, I didn't let that get to me. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that's still, and thank you to you too. Um, everybody that's sending me like positive messages, everybody that stands with me on that, because it is um, a big thing in the world, which we fight for Black Lives Matter. We fought for that last year, but do Black Lives really matter if we're fighting each other? Yes. That's, that's a good question. Like we yeah. like to fight against other races and stuff, but at the end of the day, and he said he's black. Um, I don't know nothing about that boy's life, but just taking his word from it, as another black man, why would you dim diminish me for my skin color when yeah. that wouldn't even come out of my mouth like that? Like race should be, race and health reads should be off the table for anything because you never know, your life might be shortened because you say, that type of stuff out your mouth you just never know yes. so yeah i mean honestly i'm unbothered i'm still yeah. a king i'm still a yeah. king and <laughs> it is what it is i got two more questions for you before we end uh my next question what are some good coping skills you could recommend to somebody to listen you know your fans or somebody that's listening that um, are struggling with their mental health? Like, what are some stuff that you can recommend they do? Mm. Exercising will definitely take that stress off of you. Um, if you don't want to necessarily vent to anybody, I say keep a journal nearby. You can always write how you feel. Um, listening to some meditation affirmations. I do that almost every day. Yeah, that that helps me. You should do that too. Um, or even shoot, if any any of my fans have anything out there that they're going through, I'm lending myself. You can you can come in my DMs, Mister Echelon. That's my Instagram name. Yeah. You can come in my DMs, tell me your story, and I'll reply back to that because I wouldn't want anybody to feel like they don't have anybody, and you do have somebody. He may not be physical, but he's in your heart and he's the overall spirit. You have God, so you can always pray at the end of the day. And if you feel like you're at your absolute last, um, call that suicide prevention hotline. 
I never like called it before, but I always see it everywhere. Yeah. Call that, or like I said, reach out to me because I wouldn't want anybody to be out there at their last and feel like they can't go to their friends, their family, their um, person they're dating or nothing. I'm telling you, come to Calvin. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love it, guys. You know, make sure you guys are reach, like he said, reach out to people. No matter who it is, it could be a friend, a family member, so making sure it's somebody that you trust that won't judge you, that will hear you out. Um, the suicide prevention lifeline number at 988, like you said, 988. Um, I volunteer for NAMI. I, we have free support groups Monday, NAMI Bus County, um, PA. We have free support groups. Um, oh, what is it? Saturday, Thursdays, you know, free support groups, different types of support group. It doesn't replace therapy, but it's it's a support group that can help you fit in and just get your problems out. Make sure you guys are like looking up resources. There's plenty of resources out there. NAMI has different counties for each, for everywhere. They got it everywhere across the world, different counties. Um, oh, you know question. something else? What's wrong? Something else to add on to that. Um, whatever you're good at and whatever you love to do, that can be another like cope of yeah. Um, getting your mind off of the negative stuff like do what you're good at and do it to not only your best ability go above your best ability because you never know where it may lead you to or how happy it may make you at the end of the day yeah always so, strive to be the best always that's a number one <laughs> um, okay that's <laughs> question for you i asked question for you as what's next for you Kyle? what's going on Kyle? what's next Hmm. Well, um, <laughs> I want to do a lot more charity stuff. I always had a big goal of, um, so my biggest goal is being a part of like the Met Gala, working with Donatella Versace, working with like the top designers and stuff. Um, kind of like being an influencer, but doing it in a different way. So I want to work with Forbes, I want to work with Apple, I want to work with Tesla. Um, oh, I got yeah. these Ray-Bans that have camera on cameras on them. And I want to be like Tony Stark, how he had his little um, yeah. innovative glasses and stuff. I'm going to do more research on that so I can make glasses like that. Um, I got a fashion week coming up at the end of this month. I have networking gigs next month, October. I have more fashion shows coming up with my modeling team. Um, got some performances coming up, um, concept video that I'm working on. Um, I actually just finished, I've been doing music like on the side for fun hey. like, years ago, um, but I actually just finished a rap that I made like two nights ago. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put that out. Um, Case and Justin are coming down to link with me this at the end of this month. We're going to take over at my school and we're going to homecoming. We're going to do club events. Um, we have more planned for the trio. So just stay tuned for that because this is a real friendship. Um, I don't know about everybody else, but yeah, we're a real friendship. And I already been to Jersey, I already been to New York. So now it's time for them to come to my city. And where is that at? DC. Okay. okay, mm -hmm. okay. Um, I linked up with a couple of the Zeus guys, and it's more in store for that. Can't wait to see a connection TV next next month. Um, he actually yeah. just DM'd me like five minutes ago, hey. and 
I would say it's it's a whole lot in store for me. Y'all are y'all are in store. Like more vlogs, yeah. more a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, look, somebody trying to call me. Who is this? No, <laughs> Case's sister. I'm not gonna answer right now. But see, I'm telling you, we real we real friends. I yeah. connected. Oh, they're gonna have to hold on. Yeah, I connected with Justin's family and I connected with um Case's family too. And I want them that's to connect good. to my family that's as real, well. That's real good. That's like a that's that's real friendship right there. Yeah, it's, but, it's uh, real friendship. But I want to thank that's you. That's a for, whole lot. I want to thank you for coming on, being a guest, you know, on this mental health, just talking all things mental health, man. I just wish you nothing but the best, man. And thank you for yeah. being a guest. Of course, Lee. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I wouldn't mind coming back again. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> And if you have like any programs too, where you need like somebody to speak to other people in need or something, don't yeah. don't hesitate hitting me up. All right, I definitely got you, man. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. And I love all.